topic of like a <laughs> Kevin Owens versus Bray Wyatt and like who's you know what level they're on and just yeah. this, all of that. But because I have a lot of respect for both of those guys, I think both of them are great. And um, you know Bray Wyatt, it, it, I get pissed off just at the idea that he's not there. Like I feel like he should be there, um, and he just it, it took forever for him to get his push. You know, in the beginning. To, to be even champion. Like, he's only been champion once, and that title reign didn't last long. Yeah. So it just seems like the like Vince or whoever does not really believe in him. I think that's playing a part, a part in why he's not on television, uh, more so than they don't have anything for him. I think they just don't believe in him. That's, that's my thought. Um, I think the fans at many times has been behind him, but I also think because of the lack of a push, I think he lost the fans for a while too. Um, so being away helps. But, you know, I, I, I just I think I think they just got to do it. They just need to bring him back. And I think Kofi Mania can survive. But we'll 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 come back to that uh, another time, because like you said, we could go on and on. We could go yeah, on and on. With it. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. All right. So to be continued, I, I will we'll resume this this fight <laughs> another time. Um, all right. So the next matchup we're going to talk about is Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. Um, this matchup, uh, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Uh, I, same I, here. I was. I was just. Well, you talk about it. You you go ahead and talk about it. Give me give me your thoughts on what you thought of the matchup. I got one thought. I thought you thought. I thought maybe at first, maybe just maybe, Becky was faking this injury, and then she's going to straight beat. You know what I'm saying? Charlotte Flair's ass. Just straight, just destroy her. And I would have yeah. been like, cool with that story. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just, you know, just faking everybody out. That's the reason why she didn't want to get checked out by the doctors and all that. And that would have made sense. But no, it was, she was still hobbling and Charlotte was just kind of mocking her. And it was like, you good? You good, girl? You, I'm like, okay, all right. It's, and I, I didn't, I didn't care much for it. I, and then when Rhonda came out, just one punch to the trick to the baby maker, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, all right. And then just like that, Becky's in the match for WrestleMania. Like we already knew where this is going, but yeah. I don't know, man. It's all right. Now we can get this rivalry going. It's like the way we kind of just got to that point. It, it, we just kind of limped there, and I didn't like that. Yep, I, I agree, hundred uh, percent. I agree with this one for sure. Just the buildup of this has been weird in a roundabout way. We got to where we all pretty much figured we were going to get to. Yeah. Um, the matchup itself with Becky still, you know, trying to sell the injury, and like you said, I mean, it. it I thought the same that she was just going to drop the crutch and just go right at her and beat her. And we would say, okay, this is this is now now we're getting there. But um, yeah, just just it was just frustrating though to to watch the way that they're doing this match and have her still going with the injury. Um, and when Ronda came out, the logic really didn't make sense. But she she kind of helped it on Raw when she came out and said, you know, she wants to embarrass both of them. So I kind of get it, you know, from that standpoint and where she's at right now with just like. Uh, you know, calling out the WWE almost as a whole, you know, yeah. and, and, and saying no one here is on our level. This whole thing's a joke. 
Like, I, so it, it makes more sense now. But, yeah, in the moment, watching it, I'm like, what What did we just do here? Like, we just – we we there's this matchup that really never got going, you know, and, of course, Char- Becky's not going to beat Charlotte on one leg. So, you know, it, to have it be that – Ronda's the reason why Becky gets in now just just didn't just didn't feel right it didn't feel right um and yeah I'm still excited about the the matchup you know the triple threat matchup I'm I'm you know I can't wait I'm anticipating it but I am this it's just this was just lackluster it was underwhelming man very underwhelming yeah for sure so I don't know I I wish they would have just had Looking back on it now, I wish they would have had Charlotte maybe just win the Royal Rumble because another part about this is Becky won the Royal Rumble and yet they just ignored that, you know, for this. And yeah. Becky had to re-earn her way in, which didn't yeah. make any sense. So the logic was lost on that side of it. And then Ronda get it, you know, going straight for Becky and disqualifying her to get Becky in the matchup just seemed weird. Just all this stuff, man. Like I just didn't I think the booking has just been really goofy for for where we're going. Uh, but if Charlotte would have won, you know, I feel like, okay, Charlotte wins the Royal Rumble, so she's in. Ronda's champion, so she's in. Now it's up to Becky to find a way to get in. And, of course, Becky was was so motivated, you know, at the time to get in that I could see her, you know, raising hell until she finally got her way to get into the matchup. Yeah. You know, so I think that would have just been more exciting, you know, from a from a viewer standpoint to just to watch Becky, you know, you know just can be relentless in her pursuit of this WrestleMania matchup, you know, versus – getting injured and you know selling the injury and getting you know suspended and then charlotte gets added for no reason and then you know ronda helps get both of them in there just now it's been a booking mess man yeah it really has it really has so uh but hopefully now that we're that we have it set we have the matchup set the triple threat is is what it is um we can actually now start building this up with all of them properly and just start you know, having promos get cut on each other. And R- Ronda's promo on Raw was awesome. You know, I actually yeah. really enjoyed that promo. Um, and uh, gosh, Dana Brooke, when she came out, just, just as a side thing, um, it was it was annoying at first when Dana came out <laughs> to say, you know, what she was saying. And like, oh, I've, I don't even get on TV, yada, yada, yada. Um, but a- as she kept going on, I'm like, you know what? This is kind of cool. I mean, this is her moment. And and to stand up to Ronda Rousey like this after Ronda Rousey was calling out everybody and saying this whole thing is a joke, it, it was it was interesting. The kick that she took um, <laughs> to the gut, the Sparta kick, as you call it, yeah, the Sparta was, kick. <laughs> was perfect because, you know, you're thinking, okay, is Ronda actually going to give her a match or what? And then Ronda just kicks her down and just beats the hell out of her. And I'm like, damn, all right, yeah. well. That's an answer. So <laughs> beat her down. So that was funny. Um, she almost killed her with that Piper's pit, though. The yeah, way she swung her around, she landed on her head, and I'm like, yeah. ooh, it just ooh. I, I jumped I'm up the right when it happened. Bump. Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah. bump was a little scary. Uh, even Ryan oh, made that little statement. She was getting ready to do the arm bar. She was like, nah, pay me an extra sixty dollars, then I'll do yeah, it. Yeah, pay sixty bucks, <laughs> then I'll show you what a real arm bar looks like. Yep, that was great. <laughs> So I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, I don't know. Do you have any other other words on this? Because I that that's pretty much where I stand. What it is that it, it's it's I'm excited that now we're past getting there and and we're we we can start booking it. So what do you think now? Yeah, I think I heavily voiced my opinion about where this was going and hopefully where we're headed now. 
is, you know, they kind of hopefully they can right this ship. You know, now we got the three in place to start booking this accordingly and properly so we can start getting some good storytelling going on. I think we got about three weeks until Mania. Yeah, so, three weeks. Yep. Yeah, man. So it's about three episodes worth or six episodes if you're counting, you know, SmackDown, if they're going to be on SmackDown. I, even, even though you never see Ronda on SmackDown, but okay. No. Uh, so... You know, so we'll get to see them on that. But yeah, man, I'm just excited about where we headed now. Yeah, agreed, agreed. All right. So um, the next thing uh, was a, a segment, a kind of a running segment throughout yes. the entirety of the, the show. <laughs> um, Elias uh, basically uh, uh, this is great. from the business uh, throughout <laughs> the night. Um, so you, I can already hear your excitement for this. So why don't you go ahead and break down what, what happened with Elias and, oh, and how, it all, how it all hey, went and how it all ended. If this is like foreshadowing for things to come for WrestleMania, I'll take this. Give me Elias concert for WrestleMania because I'm down. Because <laughs> this was great, man. Just getting on the crowd throughout the whole night, just recapping of previous events, you know, was great too. That was a great, you know, storytelling uh, you know, element added to that as well, and then for him to recap, you know, you know, the, you know, I call this the Elias closing segment, just just saying like how how this is supposed to be with no interruptions, and and he thanked the crowd, good night, and he and he said, I love none of you. I laughed out loud so hard because that was just a great line because he actually meant that. It sounded like he meant that. Like, I, yeah. thank you, good night. And I love none of you. <laughs> and then Randy Orton just came out with the cleanest RKO's out of nowhere. Yep. You know, and and yeah, man, I, that segment was perfect. Well, what, what were your well, before that? Wasn't wasn't uh? Did Noe Jose come out during this segment? Did he? I feel like this one, Noe Jose came out uh, with the with the because he said there were no interruptions. No, no, no. It was Lacey Evans. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Lacey Evans came out, and then as she was walking back, that's when Randy Orton came with the RKO. Got it, got it. Okay, all right. Because yeah, Randy, that was that was nice. Um, and then AJ Styles attacked Randy after that, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. man, got the drop on him. Yep. <laughs> Caught yep. him slipping. Yep. Yeah. So I um I enjoyed it. It was fun. Elias all throughout the night just giving it to Cleveland with the with the concert. You know, I thought was great. Um, I mean, you said it all, man. It, it, it was I could take more of that for sure at Mania. I would hope for more for for Elias, like a matchup or something. You know, because yeah. he's he's at that point where I think he just he needs he he deserves. Although, like Vince McMahon said, no one deserves anything. But I'm gonna say it. <laughs> he does deserve. Um, you know, more. You know, a matchup yeah. of some sort. You know, a championship of some sort at this point in his career. Uh, he, he's he's definitely done a lot to to earn that. Uh, so I want that. But if if uh, concert is what we get with Elias, then that would be great too. Yeah. So, like um, if they have nothing for him, then I'm down for Elias concert. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, man, it was great. That was a, that was a great little, little spot with Elias. And then yeah, the well, let's talk a little bit about because they didn't have a matchup on the. Uh, on the show, but AJ Styles and Randy Orton, yes. uh, just the build up recently with the two of them. Um, Hold on, I gotta ask you. So, because it, it, we had like a small debate about this. Yep, yep. <laughs> so, what are your thoughts 
because at first it, it you know just to recap you you didn't really have faith in this story like like what's the big deal about it seemed like you like what's the big deal about randy orton aj Styles story rivalry so so what are your thoughts now like what based on the promo i think i my thoughts don't change in terms of they just got kind of put together um that there was no build-up previous to all this that really it was just hey randy orton is a uh, main player on on smackdown or in, in the wwe period aj styles is become a main player a major player on on smackdown and in, in the wwe on a whole and we can't not have a wrestlemania and not have the two of them have anything so let's put them together so that that was really my my standpoint on that and that versus what andrade and Rey mysterio were doing at the time i was saying look if you're telling me at that point with no build-up that Ray Mister- that uh, Randy Orton and AJ Styles should have a matchup on WrestleMania over Andre Andrade and Rey Mysterio, I would say no way. I, I, I would rather have Rey Mysterio and Andrade given the best two out of three falls match and uh, based off of the other matchups that they've had and just how exciting and, and like the match of the year candidates that they've already given us on SmackDown that I would rather have that. If I had to had a chopping block, I, I would at that point and even to this point now, I still think that there's been more for for um, Andrade and Ray. Like I just have so much respect for for the for the matchups that they've already given us that I do want to see uh, them over a matchup between AJ and Randy. Now, with the buildup, with what they've had, they've done a great job of building up the matchup between them. They took what essentially had two people who essentially had no real history or beef with each other and actually kind of brought some of that out and created a smart storyline for the two of them that just makes sense and that you can get behind like AJ Styles coming from the Indies and Randy Orton being in the WWE and just like that that you know as a basis for the storyline I think is very smart and it's making it very interesting and it's getting me excited about the matchup for sure um, you know, and Randy Orton has been digging at AJ Styles and some of the things that he was saying about like Dixie Carter, and just, <laughs> I, I was like, okay, he was laying statistical facts data. <laughs> <laughs> if he had a spreadsheet, he would have pulled that out. <laughs> <laughs> just laying in the styles, but yeah, now I know you got the styles. notes. I know you got the notes, so so give us some of the the one liners that that they threw at each other because I know oh, you, you know don't. what I actually did not take notes, man. Oh man, okay. All right, all right. This is what it is. But you know what? It, it this promo was still good. I still like some of the. I, I still remember some of the uh, the bullet points or some of the statements he was using, telling you know AJ Styles like if you want to continue to rent a room in my house, it's like because see I'm the yeah. landlord. Yeah. And the rents do you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> and the crowd was like, ooh, damn. And yeah. I was like, damn. Man, yeah. and, and then AJ Styles, you know, I love his southern accent. You want your rent, Randy? You want your rent? <laughs> <laughs> Just that southern slang. And you know, this I I I am I'm, I'm all for it, man. I even love AJ Styles uh banter too, you know, calling him out, you know, going down his history. Like, hold on, like you had a whole bunch of help. Let's 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 go down the line. Evolution, you know what I'm saying? Uh legacy. He was like, he he even got on the tag team rate RKO. He was like, even some people forgot about that. He was like, hold on, what about Wyatt family? 
seemed like you need yep. a little seemed like you need a whole bunch of babysitters and i was like damn yep he was like you using i'm glad i came from the independent scene because you couldn't hack it not with moves like this getting on his randy orton pose and uh yeah. knock off diamond cutter yeah Woo. but then randy got back at him with yeah, oh he did. about he did. borrowing the the too sweet the too sweet yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it oh, was they, they it seemed like they was not using a script they was just both going you know from the heart like they was both passionate about this like randy was all in aj style was all in both nor nor both wrestlers normally not use or not normally known for being good on the mic, but they was they was they knocked it they they both knocked it out of the park on this one, man. Yeah, I, I would say um, you know, Randy more so than AJ, I think, has been a little bit better on the mic. Randy typically is better on the mic than AJ, I would say. That if I had to rank the two of them in terms of their mic work, I'd use, I'd give the edge to Randy over AJ. Mm-hmm. Um but to your point, yes, that neither one of them, they let their actions speak for them usually. Um, usually it's an RKO that says it or just a beatdown from Randy, just some savage, you know, beatdown like that. And AJ, you know, he's just, I mean, he's been the workhorse of SmackDown. Yeah. He's it's the house that AJ Styles built, you know, so he's literally, you know, wrestled almost every single show and and been was champion for that long run. So um, I think... For them in this situation, seeing them both go back and forth on the mic like this was fun. Um, and just it, it felt real. It felt like there's there's they're letting like it may not have been there before, but some things are coming out now yeah. that 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 <laughs> is, is like, OK, now that it's out, we are have to fight like we like, this, is, this, is, this is real for me now, you know. Um, cause even before AJ Styles even came out there, just the look on Randy Orton's face as he was saying some of this, he's like, this isn't the house that AJ Styles built. Yeah. This, is, this house existed way before AJ Styles got <laughs> here. And I was like, damn, like he, he may have some actual yeah. beef with AJ Styles saying that this is the house that he built. Yeah. You know, that's, I, that's, 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 and he, he made a legitimate case. He was laying yeah. down the facts, the reason why he built this house. Right. Right. <laughs> so I, I was like, okay. And it's hard to, you can't argue with what Randy was yeah. saying. And then AJ got out there and he's like, man, for a guy who has problems with the Indies, you really follow my career. Like, yeah. I love that too. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, bravo. Like, I'm, I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I like so, that one. Yeah. So that, so I think what they're showing is that, you know, it's it's you can build this up, you know, without the two of them having a matchup. You just gotta find something real to base the feud off of. And they've been brilliant about this with this uh, with this promo and, and with the with the because it was subtle at first. You know, now I see why it's taking you 15 years to get here. Like yeah. it was just that that one liner, and then I'm yeah. out. Like yeah, yeah we were just it, it was like a slow burn. Yeah, you know, just yeah. slow burn. You know, here and there. Uh, and, and but now we're here, man. You know, Randy Orton had enough. He came out laying down the facts. Yep. We're like, hold on, this the house he built? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this, this my house. Yep. Yep. <laughs> he was like, and he told, oh, I love that. And you know what I like? Because I love when when AJ Styles said, "That's the reason why I, I attack you on fast." Like I said, "Why? Well, that's the reason why I got the drop on you because you're a viper." And he's like, I ain't going to be your next victim. And I love Randy Orton's comeback. He said, 
he was like, you don't have a choice. You don't get to choose. <laughs> and I was like, damn. And he was like, because he was like, see, he was like, I'm the landlord. I was like, oh my God, this, yep. this is great. This is great. This is, this is, this is getting too good. Yeah. He's telling AJ Styles, you don't have a choice. You don't get to choose. <laughs> this is this yeah. is good. This is good, I think, man. And I just I, I love this for for both of these guys, but really honestly for for Randy, like he's a guy that sometimes he gets stale. You know, yeah. it just yep. feels like he's he's not interesting anymore. He's doing the same thing, or he'll get a title shot. You're like, why? Like Randy, you know, we've seen you. You're a, what is he? A 15 time, 14 time yeah. champion at this point. I mean, it, it's just he's done it all, and it just gets stale. So. When he gets into a storyline like this and where he really lays it out there like this, it it's it makes it real fun and interesting. Yeah. And I want to see Randy Orton when he's like this. So um, yeah. just it, I'm so happy that they found this way to build this storyline and it works. And I, I I'm I want to see SmackDown yeah. because I want to see where they take it from here, like how yeah, far they I think they can take it all the way to SummerSlam. And I think maybe they can add a stipulation like loser leave SmackDown. Since they're Ooh, both claiming good. exactly, yeah. so if they both claiming like they both run this show, yeah, that's the stipulation in these man loses loses lead SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, that'd be <laughs> that'd be interesting. Yeah, Which I, I mean, I want AJ to go to Raw. You know, like I think that would be great for AJ. Yeah. Um, so that's I think I would kind of root for that. But um, <laughs> you know, just being honest about it, I would kind of root for AJ to lose just so, so he can go, go to Raw. Raw. Yeah, so we can see him and Seth, you know. Ah, uh, dude, he's going there. You know, like, why <laughs> yeah. not, man? Like, why not? He, yeah, AJ's yeah. getting up there in age. Like, we got to get it while he's still in his prime. Like, he like, is. still go at this level. So, That's true. Let, That's let's make true. that happen. Let's make yeah. that happen. Yeah. Oh man. Um. Cool. So yeah, that that excited for that. Um. The last thing, speaking of of Seth Rollins, the last matchup that we're gonna talk about was the reforming of the shield for, well, I guess for the last time, quote unquote, um, against Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley and Baron Corbin, which we call Corbin's crew because this is his yes. stable. And, and doesn't I have, have a name in my notes. Shield versus Corbin's crew. Corbin's crew. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's his, it's his boys, man. It's his crew. So that's what yeah. it is. Um, what do you think of the match? What do you think of the match? Give us your thoughts. One thing that very stuck out to that stuck out to me, and and this is very good. This is Drew McIntyre. Shout out to Drew McIntyre, bro. Yeah, Man, you are just a vicious sob. Oh yeah, like when he when they when when they say he's a Scottish psychopath, he they really mean it, and I can believe that down to his core. The trash talking he was doing in this was unbelievable, man. Yeah, telling Roman Reigns like he's nothing. You're like you're nothing. You're nothing. Yep. Standing in his face, telling yep. him to reach, grabbing his arm, telling him to reach, <laughs> reach for him, reach for him. They're right there. They're right there. Come on, man. Are you kidding me? He's just getting in your head. That's just that 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 what stuck out to me throughout that whole match. I don't know why. You know, I, I should talk about you know like it's other things that happen. You know, like Seth Rollins to uh, Bobby Lashley. You know, curb stump on the table. That was a great thing, but. Yeah, it's Drew McIntyre is what has me gravitating towards him right now because this dude is money. Yeah, and for him and that and to talk about him, you know, leading into Monday Night Raw. 
Oh, yeah. What he did to Dean Ambrose is a pencil. He destroyed this dude. He destroyed <laughs> him. Well, he destroyed two of them. He destroyed Roman first. Roman so first, right? Yep. And and then and then destroyed Dean Ambrose with the most vicious fish. Oh my God, man! That's that's the, yep. he had his head right there and what between the in the in the rail. Yeah. And he's going for his finisher, and and right there I knew it was over. Soon as right there, one, two, three. And, yeah, that and, was that was the craziest claymore that he's done to date. Yeah, to date. Yep, that is that is. Usually they've been setting up as you know claymores is out of nowhere, but that one, that was a vicious one right there. And Dean Ambrose sold that well, perfectly. Yeah, and even <laughs> even you know what? And I give it to Renee. Finally, so some emotion. You know, she was she was shot. I certainly know she was like, ah, I saw like, yes, there we go. I don't know if they was listening to us. Somebody's listening. <laughs> Somebody's listening to us, I guess. <laughs> Somebody's listening to you. Somebody's listening to me. So <laughs> but she couldn't but, help herself, man. It was so yeah. crazy what was happening. That's her husband's husband. Exactly. Like, right. Like, come on now. Yeah. <laughs> Pencil to his face, you putting his head in the railing. Oh man, like, dude, yes, that, this this dude. Oh, I'm like, yes, yes, he is the Scottish, he is the Scottish psychopath, man. This is, yeah, yeah, that that's what stuck out to me in this match. You know, I could go more in depth, but I had to go, I had to talk about Drew McIntyre. I could not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, just just piggybacking off of that, man. Drew McIntyre, he he's a beast, man. He's as far as heels go in the WWE right now, the two top heels you could probably say, uh, gosh, Daniel Bryan and Drew McIntyre probably are the top two. That's a bad and man. Drew Mc, and Drew McIntyre does not even have a championship, and he's a, he's achieved <laughs> this level of of just just pure evil. Like you you generally watch him, and you're like, man, he is a scary dude. He's a scary <laughs> sob. Um, yeah, throughout the, I mean, and he's been building this up for a while too. I love yeah. when he's in a matchup and he tells that guy, "Fight for me, fight for me, don't give up, don't give up." <laughs> and I'm just like, "What the hell is this dude doing? He yeah. just wants you to get up so he can put you right back down. Get <laughs> out, get out, man! Don't, don't let him do this to you." Oh man, like he just—he's—he's just so savage and vicious, and it's great. It's great. He—it's—it's it's a shame that. It's under Corbin's crew that Corbin is the it one is. that's being seen <laughs> as the leader. Like under no, the tutelage of Corbin. Right. <laughs> under the, who the hell is Baron Corbin to be his leader? Hell no, no man. This is this is Drew McIntyre's team. At least that's the way it should be. Yeah, so, I would way into this shit, man. Like that's something like, yeah. dude, Corbin. No, nah, bro, you better get out the way. You taking <laughs> over? Way. He's yep. taking over. Yeah, he's about to take you out here in a second, so right. you better watch out. Um, yeah, man, it's Drew. Drew was great. Drew was awesome. Um, I mean, I think everybody involved in this matchup, you know, came out looking pretty good. Bobby Lashley, you know, little by little, I feel like he's got gotten more comfortable being back in the WWE, settled into this heel persona, yeah. um, and it's kind of getting fun watching him just be this angry dude. Um, and I guess we should talk about this, too. On Raw, um, he had a matchup with with Finn yeah. Balor and ended up reclaiming the Intercontinental Championship match from Finn Balor with help from the returning Leo, Leo. Rush. 
after yeah. he got destroyed by Braun Strowman. Uh, this yeah. is the first time we saw him since then. <laughs> Just getting bulldozed by Braun Strowman in the barricade. Yeah. He survived. He's alive. Um, so, you know, kudos to, to, to Bobby, too. I, I, I'm starting to, to like Bobby more. Just um, I, wasn't, I wasn't impressed with him before he had turned heel. I was, I was getting kind of bored of him. I thought, you know, if he left the WWE right now, I wouldn't be sad about it. But yeah, they didn't know what he was doing with his character, man. It was just like a boring face. He just smiled, yeah. smiling, talking about his background, talking about his sisters. And they didn't go anywhere with uh, with Sami Zayn. So it just became boring. Yeah, it was real boring. So, you know, but him right now, I think this is he's in a, in a nice spot where a matchup with Bobby Lashley is not, you know, a, a time to go to the bathroom or something, you know, a time to take a snack break or whatever. Like you, yeah. you can you can watch it and still be entertained and still find reason to to care about the matchup because, you know, him and Finn will be will be, you know, definitely a WrestleMania worthy matchup that I want to see. He's a good heel for Finn. Hopefully Finn gets the belt back, you know, at WrestleMania. But, you know, I just wanted to bring that up a little bit. But, uh, yeah, this matchup, going back to the the Shield versus Corbin's crew, um, you know, overall, yeah, it was it was a fun matchup, man. It was. I mean, it was. Anytime you put, uh, uh, like, a, a bunch of guys together, you got six guys in a matchup where pretty much anything goes for the most part. They were wrestling all over the, the arena or fighting all over the arena. Um, you know, tables got involved. Uh, just it was it was a lot of fun to see. Um, the the return of the shield power bomb was fun, man. I always love seeing that. Oh, yeah. um, Dean well, Ambrose, McIntyre, that that was pretty vicious. That was good. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, yep. The power bomb on Drew McIntyre, just yeah. fun to see. Dean Ambrose just being in his element and uh, you know just wrestling all over the ring two nights in a row, really, because he ended up having to do it again on Raw with Corbin. Um, was fun. Now, getting getting on Drew, uh, not Drew, uh, Dean Ambrose a little bit. Where do you stand with him leaving? Is it a work? Is it real? What's going on? Because I, I don't recall the WWE ever really talking about a person's contract situation on television as much as they have Dean Ambrose. And it, it, it feels like the more they talk about it, the more he's staying. Yeah, you know, I, I think that I think that's what it is. Like you're, you just it doesn't make sense. Like right, logically it doesn't make sense with what you're trying to tell your your uh, your live audience. And and I think I think basically he's staying, man. It's just like CM Punk. You know, they kept on mentioning about his. Well, he kept on mentioning about his contract. They were yeah. mentioning about it. That was basically the the premise of this of the storyline. Is yep. was about is he leaving? Is he going? Yep, and I think they probably use this for WrestleMania because I think that's when his contract expires. It's WrestleMania, mm. so that yeah, I, I, I'm the same way. Like I just I just feel like he's he's staying. They're using his storyline. It's smart to use it as a storyline because you know at first when it all came out, you know it was it was it was low key, so you you believed it, and now that they keep talking about it, uh, I I just am of the of the mindset that he's going to stick around, but. You know, it's a good storyline for him because he really didn't have much going on before all this started. So now, you know, for him to to get a little bit of limelight with the contract dispute and using that, I think is is a is a good move. But um, yeah, man, overall, just uh, to finish up the matchup, it was it was a fun matchup. It was great to see Roman in the ring again. He looked great. He looked like he really yeah. hadn't missed a beat. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited Look, for him. This is grateful, grateful, yeah. quick. 
even I even like that, you know, that wolf mentality when they start all beating beating on Drew, man. They start yeah. getting, like when you get initialized in the gang, man. That's that's what happened, man. They start whooping yeah. your ass just like that. I was like, dude, I'm like, dude, that's some that's what I'm like, that's when somebody get jumped right there for real. <laughs> I was like, man, but uh yeah, that was that was great though. Right? That was all around great, you know, six man tag tag team, man. Yeah. Yep, exactly. And, you know, the Shield, they won the match. They ended up winning. Everybody, you know, saw that coming. We all knew that was going to be what happened. So I guess the bigger question now is we know what Seth's doing, right? We know definitely that he's he's going to have his uh, his championship matchup against Brock. Um, we know that Roman looks like he's going to be fighting Drew uh, at WrestleMania. They're going to have their matchup. Um, you know, how do we feel about – well, let's start with that one, Roman and Drew. Like, how do you feel about that matchup going into WrestleMania? Drew's going over. You think? Wow, really? Yeah, yeah. You know what? Because for some reason, I've been thinking about this too. Huh? I can see them finally pulling the trigger to have Roman Reigns go here. Really? Yeah, I can see him finally do it. And, <laughs> you know, because he has been struggling. The, the, I'm just—I don't know if I'm reading in between the lines too much, but even that match, like when. When Barry Corbin's got what? What's the name of his finisher? Uh, Barry Corbin's finisher? Um, yeah. uh, Not the um, deep six. The, no, 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 no. Because he in hit Reigns with in the base. He hit Reigns with it. If if Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins didn't come in, that would have been it. Yeah, because he he didn't he didn't kick out. And then for and then he got destroyed the next night by Drew. You know what I'm saying? And, he, you know, and they, he's acting all helpless. Like, they're telling him to go in to get checked out. He's that, like, we've never seen Roman Reigns like this before. This is different, it's a different kind of limelight right here. Yeah. So, I, I don't know if this is going to be him, like, kind of just frustrate, frustrated. Just, I don't know, man. It, I think it could lead to a heel turn towards the end. I think they're just selling us on the fact that, yes, Roman is vulnerable just to kind of continue to, to, Basically, I mean, they're turning him into the underdog. That's what they're doing. That in his matchup with Drew, look at how strong Drew looked. And then look at how vulnerable Roman looked, right? So the crowd is already on Roman's side. And then you add on the fact that he's an underdog. Like a victory for Roman is going to mean something. You're going to get that huge pop for him. And everyone's going to be like really rooting for Roman. So I, I feel like this is just a way to kind of like to to make when he wins – you know, that much more special. And even during the match, just to have people cheer even harder for Roman because everyone believes that Drew McIntyre can beat him. We all know, like, looking at Drew, Hell, there's yeah. no, he can he can beat Roman Reigns. Like, that is there's no question about that. So to now put him in a state that he's, he's vulnerable, he's in a weakened state, maybe a concussion or something like that after taking that Claymore to the post. And then, you know, they were saying get checked out, like you said. Um, I feel like it's just basically a way to, to – build up the idea that he is the underdog in this matchup. Um, now, in terms of a heel turn, I mean, it'd be interesting if he was a heel, but that would, to me, that'd be kind of crazy that after all these years of trying to get Roman over as a face, people are finally, I mean, for real life reasons, people are... Yeah, but, you know, honestly, I'm not truly, I'm not truly buying his feet. Is he truly over, though? I don't, don't think he's truly over. I think he's over... Because 
I'm not trying to sound like, you know, Coheart because of the fact of what he was going through, but I don't think he's truly over. So you think that the, so, so, uh, I just, I don't know. Because I, 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 I remember that. that fact when he had called out Seth Rollins and everybody thought maybe he wanted to inter- interject himself into. Oh, yeah, no. And the crowd was saying like, hell no. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. So. That kind of like, okay, so and that kind of showed me. I'm, I'm like, all right, so he's not truly over. Well, but I think that would have happened with anybody because Seth Rollins has, he won the Rumble. He's supposed to be fighting Brock. If Roman Reigns comes in day one, he's like, hey, man, I want to fight you for the spot because that's something that you, you could actually kind of believe if Roman Reigns really did want to take Seth Rollins' spot in the, at, at WrestleMania, he probably could. And that, so there's that real fear that, whoa, is Roman Reigns getting ready to just change WrestleMania and put himself in the main <laughs> event again? Oh, I'm going to, hell yeah, I'm going to boo that. Like, no way, please. <laughs> don't, don't do this. Let Seth Rollins get his moment. He earned it. He's worked so hard for it. You're just coming back. You need to take your time. They need to take their time with Roman Reigns, have him fight in matchups like this with Drew McIntyre to, to get him to that point. And then, you know, after some time, yeah, people will be be wanting they'll be they'll be clamoring for Roman to to get the championship. I think that'll be the real genius of this whole thing is if they can get it to a point where it's the crowd telling them, telling the WWE like, "Hey, we want Roman to to fight for the championship." Like that that will be the real stroke of genius and you know, I, I don't I don't fault I don't think it's a, a case of Roman not being over necessarily. It's just my opinion. I feel like it's more of the timing of if he's really going to take this spot yeah. from Seth Rollins, it's going to be a problem. No one is going to be okay with that. <laughs> Nobody. Oh, of course, of course. Right, right. Even if it was Braun Strowman, let's say, you know, like I think people would have been like, no. Like, Braun, no. We want Seth Rollins to fight Brock. We're all about it. We're all chanting, you know, a slay the beast. We are 100% all in. That's the match we want. Um, so, yeah, nothing nothing should change that. But, um, but it'll be – hey, it would be interesting to see Roman as a heel if, if for some reason they decide to go that route. Um, I just think you got to run – let this run its course and really let him have the face run that you've been trying to build forever. Like, just, just let, let's, let's see that. And then maybe after that, maybe after next year's WrestleMania, then we can go about, you know, maybe a Roman heel turn if they really want to go that route. Yeah, we'll see, man. I'm, I'm just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, maybe I'm reading in too much between, the, between the lines there. We'll see. Maybe, but be. then again, you, hey, hey. But <laughs> if it happened, though, man, I mean, that would be shocking. I like, I like to be, think I have some type of wrestling intuition here. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wasn't thinking that at all until you started saying that. I'm like, man, you know, like you, you got a, you have a point. I see what you're saying, and you yeah. can write it that way. Um. It's just wow. After all this time, you know, to to do that, oof, oof. You'll never get him back. I, I don't think. I think this is I it. I think you could. I think you could <laughs> turn it around. Like he, he goes here, but I think you could legitimately get him back as a face. Because what are you, is he gonna? Because even like so, the cancer thing right now, like you know, you it's like as a heel, the, the fans. I I don't. I would feel weird to even boo him i don't know i just it feels like the bad timing to, to try to get me to hate him at this point you know like yeah. i just on a real life level we all feel for him and so to try to as a, for a storyline make him heal i just 
I just don't, it would just be awkward. It would just be this awkward feel of like, man, am I really going to boo this guy? You know, like give it, give us some time. Sure. We'll be, we'll be back to it. But um, yeah, <laughs> that would be, that would be something. <laughs> oh man. Um, but uh, yeah, so we'll see the, that Drew McIntyre Roman Reigns match. I am interested. I'm excited for it. Um, you know, that should be a real physical matchup. Just a great battle oh, yeah. overall. Just um, to see what how, how Drew would get inside Roman's reigns head, just just the just the the vocabulary battle he's gonna have with him, man. I, that's what I'm yeah. just looking for. It like what 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 can he say? Just because he he be saying some twisted things, man. Yeah. Well, and what I what I just thought of too that I'm getting excited about is this could be the start of building up Drew McIntyre's being like. I don't know, the way I think about The Rock versus Triple H or The Rock versus Stone Cold, this mm. could be like their feud to make on that level, right? Like a Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre. It's nowhere on that level right now, yeah. but I'm saying the two of those guys have that potential to be like the guys leading the locker room. I mean, Roman Reigns leads the locker room, but to be the guys that the fans see as like the two top dogs that have just yeah. just great rivalry but I, you know, behind the scenes i can see drew being a uh a leader, a leader. Of, the, of the locker yeah. room too man yeah definitely definitely i mean it, this so i you we're on the same page there yeah you know and and like just wrestling wise i i get excited about thinking like man what if it's drew mcintyre versus roman reigns at next year's wrestlemania for the for the w for the universal championship or the wwe championship or whatever you know like that that could be if they build this up right. I mean, it could be they could be yeah. foreshadowing their their next year's WrestleMania championship matchup. Yeah, man, that's that's true, man. I, that would be man, that would be very exciting because Drew is just man. This they they, they got to print money with this dude. Yeah, because he, he just legit destroyed he destroyed Roman Reigns with the he had two back to back vicious claymores. Yep. One more vicious than the other. You yep. thought Roman Reigns was vicious. Then he just showed you, like, no, nah, I'm going to take it to a whole nother level with Dean Ambrose. I'm going to make him an example right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Just, that's, uh... that's, that's nuts, man. It's like, he's looking to fight. He's not afraid. He's yep. looking to fight. That's like, the type was... of attitude he has. When, when, he was, when uh, Dean Ambrose was in the ring... Drew McIntyre was on the mic before he got to the ring and he was saying like Dean hey Dean it was scary like I was legit it it was it was just a scary moment hearing that man's voice knowing what he just did to Roman Reigns and now he's calling out Dean Ambrose saying you know you're next basically like I'm I'm about to do the same thing I did to him I'm gonna do to you but even worse and sure enough he paid it off he paid it off so yeah man. man he he's they need to continue to use him and build him. Like up to this point, he's been doing a lot of this. I feel like he's been doing a lot of this even on his own, like little, little things here and there that he's been doing to build himself up, you know, with the way he just trash talks in the ring oh, during yeah. the matchups. No one told him to do that. I'm sure that that's him. Yeah, man. That's him. Like the, the, just the little things, you know, he's got the, yeah. he, he's grabbing his opponent's arm, reaching it, having it reach to their opponent's corner. Like reach yeah. for them. They're right there. Just reach for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's crazy, man. Like, like that, that that's 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 just genius, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. So 
like you said, man, shout out to Drew McIntyre. He's yeah. he's killing it, and you know, just we, I just can't wait to see what's next for him and and see much much more of that. So, um, that's awesome, man. All right, well, that concludes our talk of the pay per view. Is there any other topics that you wanted to bring up? Because we're we're pretty much at the end, man. I, I don't have anything else left. No, no, uh, just the topic that WWE Raw will be in our hometown uh, Monday. Are you going? No, I won't be there, unfortunately. Um, are you going? No, man. I, I can't really do a Raw show anymore. It's it's Pay-per-views are just so much smoother. Yeah. Once you go to a pay-per-view, you don't want to do a Raw. Just I could do SmackDown. I did SmackDown. Yeah. SmackDown was not bad, but just Raw sitting through the commercials, it's it's rough. Three hours? Yeah. It's rough. I can't do it, man. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I really wanted to go. You know, like anytime WWE's in, in Chicago, it's always special. You know, yeah. the crowd here, we're just insane. You know, we're insane. So the atmosphere is... It is, crazy. yep. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe I'll catch up on the next one. But, um, you know, I hear what you're saying too. Like, sometimes it's just weird, like those commercial breaks, like just just kind of sitting through that. But overall, I, I'm, I'm anticipating the fun show with Brock Lesnar showing up. That'll be interesting to see yep. how the crowd is with him being there. Just the the chance that gets started up by the crowd in Chicago. Oh, yeah. It's you know how we are. <laughs> yep, yep, wild. So for nothing else, that's that's what I feel like I'd be missing out on. Not going to to the show is 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 just feeling that that raw hatred towards Brock and the yeah. fact that he's not been showing up and um, the pop Seth Rollins is gonna get the pop that Roman Reigns is gonna get. The last yeah, time Roman Reigns was in Chicago, yeah, because it, it gets was, really loud in there. I don't know if anybody who who listens to this podcast, whoever been to Allstate Arena, it gets deafening in that place yeah like I, I remember when i went to monday night raw and i think we was chanting all for cm punk but oh my goodness deafening yeah. man was talking i couldn't hear one word because everybody was just <laughs> booing i could not hear one word she was saying she was on the mic because everybody was just just booing her out man like that's how loud it gets yeah yeah, man, it, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, the the match that Roman had at uh, at Money in the Bank was that against uh, Jinder Mahal? Oh, yes, it was. It was right, right. <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember the the reaction to that match during the match. People were just laying into both of those guys, like just every chant in the world. I got up and went to the bathroom. Oh my god! It <laughs> was a bathroom break for me. I remember oh, that. Oh boy! I and told my daughter match. I was like, no, I'm getting... "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> that was the one that I remember. Yeah, I was hearing the chants as as I was going to the bathroom. So, <laughs> oh, me, I was boy. like, "Yep, yeah, yeah." I'm glad I, I left. That was a good call to leave. It was, yeah, <laughs> it was good, good, good move by you, man. Because I mean, granted, I I I had a blast with it because I was right there with them chanting everything that we were chanting. But my point in bringing that one up is. How crazy now that with Rome, the reaction that Roman Reigns gets being in Chicago here is just going to be a total 180, and oh, it's yeah. just going to be crazy seeing that. And I, I'm I'm really like I'm happy for Roman that that, that things have, have turned around in this way. It's it's sad the way that it it we got here because you don't wish this on anybody. That's but true. you know the he fought through it. He's back, and now you know the the love that he's getting is awesome, and so it's it's going to be something to see. And something uh, to experience, just that reaction for Roman in Chicago. Because we're one of the roughest. We've been one of the roughest on him. 
And so now to see yes. that kind of turn around yeah. is going to be real interesting. I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that too. Yeah. Top wrestling cities. Would you put us up there like number one? I mean, I know I, it's not. Look, I was like, I'm not going to hide the fact that I'm going to be biased as hell. You know, like, I mean, absolutely, I'm going to say we're number one because I'm from here. Even wrestlers said the best, they said the best stadium that they wrestled at have claimed to be Allstate. Allstate. Stone Cold, Edge, Chris Jericho, The Rock. These are wrestlers who had voiced their opinion, like, they had mentioned Allstate. At yep. the time, it was called Rosemont. Yep. Dad, Dad said Rosemont, best place. Like, wow. Yeah. It, it, it is. It is. So it's from, not a yeah, bad from, seat in that place. Not a bad seat in no, that place. No, any any ticket you get at Allstate Arena is just going to be amazing. Like, it yes. does not matter what seat you get. So, you know, definitely. I, I, rank us, I rank us number one. Now, you know, shout out to other places, though, too. Some places get crazy. Um, yeah. you know, Philly, Philly, you know, they yep. definitely get nuts <laughs> over there. New York gets nuts. Yep. I mean, even you know, shout out to uh Orlando, you know, with um uh the NXT crowd, you know, that that gets crazy every week for them. I mean, they they are they have True. fun, they chant, they're engaged yeah. all the they, time. They, they are, they are a fun crowd, they are definitely a fun crowd. Yep, so I, I, I love that. So, I, yeah, Orlando for sure, I, I definitely put them up there, but. I mean, with with us, Philly has always been the one that when they go there, like I, I think it's that ECW connection too. Yeah. Um, so that that they get crazy. I would put it. I would love to go to Philly and and just experience um, all of this with them too, just to see how it is to be there with them. But just yeah. on television, like I can feel. Shout, it. shout out to our boy Zach because he's a yeah he's Philly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I would even say this to his face, like wanting to get all the shots because of how that man, I would never hear the end of it. But yeah, that's true. That's true. But um, you know, I'll make it clear that I'm saying Chicago over Philly, but, yes. but shout out to Philly though. Shout out to Philly. Um, cool, man. Well, it looks like that's gonna do it for our show this week. So, you know, it's been a lot of fun. Looking forward to to the to the road to WrestleMania and the continued buildup of all these matchups. And then, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with another recap of Raw, SmackDown, and we'll talk about NXT. Not, not a whole lot happened this week on NXT, so we'll, we'll pick it back up next week with some follow-ups on what happened with the Dusty Rhodes Classic and, and all of the, the fun stuff that's going on in NXT. I watch it every week, enjoy it, so you know, definitely we'll talk about that. Um, but, yeah, man, that'll, that's going to do it. So this is a feast, and for Devin, we will see you next week. Peace. All right, thanks guys for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast.